All right, everybody, welcome back to a very, very special episode of Life in the Fast Lane. I'm your host, Nick Carlson, the CEO and founder of Dawson Manufacturing, home of the mulch mate. And I am, of course, with my amazing, world-famous CTO, the Chief Talking Officer, Senior Kyle Parks. How are you? I'm doing great. And yourself? Awesome. Well, I am very, very excited today uh, because we have probably going to be one of my favorite ho- or guests ever. Um, this this gentleman goes way back with uh, me and him go way way back years and years probably pushing almost a decade at this point. Yeah, to the and, start of the old mulch mate. Yeah, and it was an absolute game changer from the very day one. We had a, a video uh, put together by someone else, but if it wasn't for this gentleman, uh, I don't think I'd be where I am today. But without further ado, we're going to introduce him. His name is Brian Fullerton with Brian's Lawn Maintenance. How are you, sir? Hey, good morning, guys. I'm doing good. Uh, I'm I'm grinning like an idiot, not not from uh, the being braggadocious, but I'm just thinking to myself, like I'm I'm humbly little old Brian up here in uh, Wixom, Novi, Michigan, and uh, the the more I do podcasts, uh, the 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 introduction gets bigger, more grandiose, and larger. And I'm thinking to myself, hey, man, I make tall grass short just like everybody else. I'm I'm a nobody, but uh, it's just it's just funny. Um, the, the the kind words are are greatly appreciated. Uh, never, never expected. Uh, but man, you guys are, you guys got a great thing going on and, um, I'm, I'm honored to bless similarly. And the, the feeling is mutual to call you guys friends, man, and best friends. You guys are awesome. And, uh, I've known both of you guys for quite a while, man. So it's, Hey, fun conversation here. Hopefully I can live up to the hype. Uh, this is going to be good. No, you will. Cause you've always led with a nice, humble, you know, kind approach. And I think that resonates with a lot of people because I don't think there's enough of that in this world. Um, but anyway, we're going to jump into this. We're on a, on a tight deadline here, guys. So let's go ahead and get into the meat and potatoes of this. So Brian, I'm a big mental mindset person. I believe that that drives everything in this world. And I am intrigued by, you know, you and I have very similar stories, how we come from very little and we've grown, you know, into these, uh, many gargantuan things that we've built. Um, they're, they're separate, but they're all very much similar. Um, Mm -hmm. but you know, when you started off, uh, what was it roughly like 2007 ish when you started like really going hard? Like I want to know about your mindset then not so much what you were doing, but where your head was. And then as it kind of morphed into today, give, give us a little bit of like the meat and potatoes on that. Well, uh, the, just to zoom out the, the, the 50,000 foot overview, uh, I was a 20 year old, you know, kid freshly, um, fired from a job. I took another job at true green, um, making 11 bucks an hour. I have a whole story there. I, I knew it wasn't really my future. Uh, I was looking for a way to just make some extra money and be self-employed. Started cutting grass, uh, had no idea what I was doing, folks. I mean, I, I at most, I had a catalog for my local dealer. Okay, knew nothing, no way, nothing like that. Other than I cut grass when I was 10, 12, 13 years old, and I was 20. How hard could it be? I called up some old customers, got some of that back. Uh, and that was you know, uh, a core business that I, I ran from about 2006 to about 2016 before I found social media or social media found me, whatever way you want to call it. Um, I'd always been a big fan of YouTube though. We'll, we'll get into that in a minute, but I've always watched YouTube since day one, since the platform came out. I never uploaded. I never posted. Uh, that was for weirdos. Uh, that was for celebrities. That was for actors. I didn't know <laughs> like John Q public people like Philip DeFranco, just some random dude in California or whatever was like able to upload videos. I, I knew they weren't placed there to make content, but I just, it never occurred to me in the top right corner. It says upload a video. And I, I never con- like considered making content. I just always consumed. I don't know why or what I just mentally 
wasn't exactly the sharpest knife in the drawer. Um, but eventually that whole conversation changed in 2016 when I ended up uh, uploading my first uh, video to YouTube. And um, there's just so many parallel paths that all kind of happened all at once at that time. Right. So you, you know, you've made that very clear that you, you were, I was the same way, Brian. Like I used to watch YouTube just to fix cars, right? That was the only reason I was watching YouTube and I was a consumer as well. Um, I didn't get the epiphany of uploading anything until Multimate came and I'm like, well, I need every freaking free platform I can get on. Yeah. Um, that was, (laughs) that was my reasoning. Um, because I was poor and I was trying to make something big and that was the only way I could do it. Um, but you know, you, so you, you, you finally figure out, okay, I can upload something you know, what originally, what was the end goal to upload? Was it just a, a hobby or did you, did you visualize your media company then or did, how did that morph? No, no, gosh, no. I mean, everybody would love to say, oh, it was a planned event and we were playing chess, not checkers. And, um, we had a vision. Um, no, no, that's, that's not true. At least not for me. Uh, what happened the whole story, story long was, uh, my wife and I had been watching, uh, YouTube and actually Vine. You guys remember Vine back oh in the day? Oh my gosh, Vine. That's what, 2000 and what, 10? <laughs> no. no, no, 14, 14 15, 16. Was so, it really? Vine. Yeah, wow, I hate it, myself I mean, now. <laughs> I mean, it's like two two minutes ago, but also like a little while ago. Well, <laughs> the whole the whole thing was my wife and I were freshly married. We were 20, you know, 26 and 22 or 27, 23. Um, we had no money. Like for date night, Many people have said stuff like this, but this was us. We would go to Barnes and Noble, you know, read a free magazine, go get a little Starbucks coffee in the little uh, cafe, and that was date night, bro. We didn't go to Applebee's, we didn't go to Eddie Merlot's Steakhouse. Okay, we were freshly married. Uh, we were broke. We I had a little forty, fifty grand a year business. Liz was making fourteen bucks an hour. Nothing crazy. We were just young, humble little couple in our 700 square foot uh, first apartment over in Wixom, Michigan, which isn't like the highest end of, uh, of, of cities. Okay. So just humble little life. And we were watching vines and YouTube videos. Liz was watching makeup tutorial videos. And she said, you know, like maybe we can make some extra money. She wanted to be a stay home wife. And then one day mom, she goes, maybe I can make up some makeup tutorial videos and um, make some extra, you know, extra money to us is a hundred to 500 bucks a month. Okay. It wasn't anything crazy. So we're watching vine we watch Vine videos on Friday, Saturday night, Sunday night, Vine compilation videos, which, by the way, when you're watching a 20-minute video on seven-second short, like, we're watching hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of Vines. Like, it was so unproductive, but it was just looking back on it, you're like, we were studying. We didn't even know it, but we're like, that works, that's funny. We watch dog, you know, um, compilations kid compilations, just whatever, right? So Liz uh, was like, you know, if you bought me a camera, I'd be maybe interested in making a YouTube channel. And I'm like, sure. We, we, we didn't have any money. Uh, I bought a $800 camera as one of those video creator kits. I had like a camera, a microphone, maybe a little light, you know, um, no, nothing crazy. We had a little laptop that like overheated and melted down every time you tried to edit anything, <laughs> and, you know, Premiere or whatever it was back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but that camera I put on a Christmas tree and this is an important part of, of our story. We had no money folks, like 800 bucks drained the account. It's not like we were sitting around with 10 grand. I mean, 800 bucks was like us going and buying a new car for 15,000 bucks. Yeah. But, but I was like the stud, you know, wanted to, you know, impress the wife. We were freshly married 18 months in, put the box under the tree. I think it was the only thing we had under the tree that year. And 
I got her that, that camera. Well, the story is uh, she hauled off and did nothing. It sat under the tree for two, three months. We left our tree up till March because we're those people because um, we love Christmas. <laughs> and, uh, you know, basically I just said, hey, like, I know you're excited about doing YouTube and, and you know, making these videos. Um, would you mind? And I had just started watching, like, some of these long care guys on, on YouTube. And long care YouTube wasn't even a thing. It wasn't these mowing tall grass guys. There wasn't the Brian's Lot Maintenance channels or the B&B lawn cares. It was like eight guys, eight or 10, 15 little YouTube channels. And we're talking 500 subscriber channels, 1,000 subscriber channels. But to me, like, I didn't care. I didn't count the subs. Nobody was counting views. People were just doing it to have fun. And it was raw and it was authentic and it was cool. So I made a video, um, had no idea how to film, no idea how to talk. The first video probably took me a half an hour in a pool of sweat. All I did was do a 360 around my, my, uh, one of my lawnmowers that I was trading in. Um, I uploaded it to YouTube. I didn't have banner art or channel art or, you know, a playlist. No, it was like as raw of a YouTube channel as you could imagine. It was just like it was all gray, you know, if you know the platform. And that video I uploaded, frankly, I don't even know how I edited it, you know, back in the day. I don't even know how it got up on YouTube. But You just ended um, up taking it out of your, like, uh, your camera file. I just threw it up on there kind of thing. Uh, Probably. I don't even think I edited anything in or out of it. Um, and I definitely wasn't going to be in the video because that's what weirdos do. That's, that's Philip DeFranco and, um, you know, all, all, all those other folks. Like, exactly. I'm not going to be in the video. I'm not going to be on the Internet. That's for weirdos. Um, and, by the way, like, that video got one view, maybe one subscriber. And I was like, cool. And, and what happened was, and shout out to whoever was the person that commented this. And they had said, Hey, cool mower. I see you have another mower in the background. How do you like, I think it was like a 33 inch Metro walk behind little gated backyard mower. Um, what do you, what do you think about that mower? Could you do a video on that? <laughs> and, and I said, sure. And I think I did a video on that. And then my red max trimmers and then my red max blowers and one sub led to two subs, which led to three subs. One view led to three views, led to five views, led to six views. And then maybe one other person commenting. Um, and dude, you couldn't get any more raw, any more authentic, any more not trying to be YouTube than you could ever imagine, like humble beginnings. It's not like I posted my first video on TikTok and had a breakout 3 million first view video like some people do, and they get 26,000 followers off the first video. <laughs> mm. Bro, I, I, I say I wish, but frankly, that probably would have destroyed me because um, I wouldn't have been able to handle that kind of success, quote unquote. Um, but dude, it was like, it was the slow and steady, just started making a couple videos, watched a couple hundred videos on how to like actually quote unquote do YouTube and edit and thumbnails, all that math. Um, and it started to grow. Isn't it cool how it starts from something tiny and even just a comment or a like or something like that? Just, it, it doesn't necessarily give you the nitrous, but it gives you the fuel to want to do another one and then another one and then another one. Well, let's talk about it, that, it, like the fuel, Brian. What what fueled you to, to continue? Because I'd imagine the first three, four, five years of this was probably not very fruitful. Yeah. No, 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 no. We made no money on our social media until about year five. And some people, like I said, they'll have a monetization turned on on like Instagram Reels or uh, TikTok or uh, maybe they do have a breakout YouTube video and they might make like 1300 bucks on that first video. Um, we have nothing like that, folks. I'm telling you, I, I did gamify it. I did have fun with it. I was like, whoa, that video got one sub and one view, and the next one got three views. I was like, this this is awesome. And 
back then YouTube used to pay AdSense. There was no um, like threshold where you had to have a certain amount of subscribers yeah. or watch time. Like, like anybody can make money. So like my first month, I think I made like three cents. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, bro, we're living cents? it big. We're getting steak dinner bro. tonight. Oh my God. Like I'm telling some people will, will the, the, the extreme hater would say this is all BS. But the truth is I was like, we made three cents this month. Are you kidding me? Like, let's see you next month if we can make it more. And we just started making a couple extra videos. Of course, the thumbnails improved. The titles improved. We learned how to write descriptions. We learned how to tag. We learned how to shoot videos. Here, here's a shocker. I put myself in the video. <laughs> you know, I had no, I had no idea how to point a camera at myself, and then talk to the lens, or do I talk to the screen? Do I? I'm not an extrovert. This is total polarity opposite of my personality type. So, I'm. I always say, like, I'm honestly the least likely person to do social media and or to be successful, quote unquote, yeah. at it. And, and really, to answer your question, Nick, we, we gamified it. Like, we started growing. We got like 30 subscribers and 50 subscribers, then 45 subscribers, which I realize your social media can go backwards. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe if you share your opinion about something and somebody doesn't agree, uh, that's a whole other world of hearing um, negativity or complaints or comments or people saying mean things about you on the internet. I'm like, that's new. Nobody prepared me to uh, have some random guy in his mom's basement in California tell me you're a loser. I was like, that's weird. <laughs> like we were just talking about leaf blowers. I don't know why he thinks I'm a loser. That's weird. Um, wild stuff, bro. So this was all new to me. Um, but what I will say is like the first huge thing was when we got to a hundred subscribers and I was like, dude, if we can get to a hundred, we can get to a thousand. And you know, the AdSense went from three cents a month, like a dollar thirty-three, so like thirteen dollars, you know. After a couple of months, maybe, and I just remember like it growing. And I remember going to um, uh, an event that I got invited to, like so ground floor, so you know, um, early in the day with a couple other guys uh, at Echo actually, and we were comparing our AdSense on our YouTube earnings, and it was like forty-one dollars a month I was making after a year of doing this thing. And um, the other guy was like, well, I made $55. <laughs> and we're like, holy Jesus. And another buddy was like, I'm at $111. And I'm like, dude. And we talk hundreds of thousands and millions and tens of thousands today with people and subscribers and Mr. Beast or, um, you know, you hear the word billion and with like the U.S. government, like we're just sending $100 billion to this country and $100 billion to that com- country. Like, folks, $111, Nick, like, bro, that was like a million dollars to my wife and I. We have something making an extra $100 a month. I believe it. It was it was transformational, bro. I, I just, There's no way I can – I have the vocabulary to describe the the feeling of accomplishment of making an extra 100 bucks a month. It was, it was, it was fascinating. If there's somebody that understands – what a hundred dollars is you're you're talking to him i mean i you're talking to a guy that used to dumpster dive i used to go around neighborhoods and pull in cans out of recycling bins of everybody around me to make an extra like 20 or 30 dollars a week as a Mm -hmm. a second or third Mm -hmm. grader just to be able to put food on my table yeah and that was crabs because you were getting the bait and then you would go down and get the crabs any crabs all i I would i would crab all summer just to be able to survive so you know an extra an extra hundred dollars to me 
you know, at a, at a particular point in my life was, was huge. So I totally understand. Um, yeah. and, you know, so, yeah. so you, you, you've built this, this, this monster today. And, and just so everybody understands, I mean, Brian, would you, would you mind sharing like what you're building right now, as far as your, your new home, like what, how much of that would you be willing to share just to give people a perspective? Okay. You're, you're freaking out over a hundred bucks. And then fast forward to today after, you know, there's a question that Kyle's going to ask at the end. It's going to pertain mm-hmm. to this, but it is, you know, what does that picture look like today? Well, I, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's wild, bro. It's, <laughs> it's more than wild. a hop, skip and a jump, I mean, isn't it? It's, it's, it's like, it's transformational. The, the word I use, the only word I've ever really ever been able to um, quantify is metamorphosis. Because yeah. when, a cat, when a caterpillar goes in and it comes out a butterfly, there's not a single thing that's remnant of the old creature, right? So what Liz and I are today, who we are today, is a 100% metamorphosis of who we were seven, eight years ago. The way like we talk. That. Yeah, I mean, for real, the way we talk, the way we think, how we make decisions, how we make choices, our belief system, our values, uh, our philosophy, our, um, the words that we speak, the people we know, the things we do, how we spend our time. Like yeah. there's yeah. not a single thing that we do today that we did similarly eight, nine years ago. And it's, it wasn't any like two by four across the face, dramatic, drastic thing that we did. We never had a breakout viral video. We've never had a trending anything. We've never had overnight success. People that post on TikTok and their first video gets 3 million views and 38,000 followers. Folks, you got to realize it took me a year to get to 1,000 subscribers on YouTube. It took me two years to get to 10,000. Three years to get to, I think, about 40,000. Four years to get to 80,000. Five years to about 125,000. Six years to about 175, 180. And we're in year seven uh, at 205 right now. I actually think I won your 10,000 subscriber giveaway. Did you? No it was way. that or the 1,000. It was one of the two because I remember it was one of the two. I have it. It's the Entrepreneur shirt. It's green. It has the green lettering. And I got it like five years ago, 10 years ago. I mean, it was so a long time crazy. ago. It was, no, it was no before. Way. It was 2018 because we came to 2019 LAL. That's when it was. Okay. Yeah. Well, so whatever well, your subscriber so, count was around then. Well, and so that's like the evolution, right? Like everybody has been watching the, the social grow. A lot of my friends, folks that I've known for five, six, seven years, Nick, yourself. I mean, we've, we've known each other for five, six years now. Like yeah. not, not, there's, there's some parallel paths here, right? The social media grows. And what I, what I always say is we've always been others focused with social because I told my wife, we were smart enough to know that you could make money with social media. Believe it or not, we didn't know like millions or anything like that. But I just said, if this thing does make money, this is one thing I'll tell anybody, like you have to root yourself in not doing it for the money. Because if you do, you'll make decisions based on a dollar bill. Yeah, you do it to help somebody you'll, else and then let things, let the money follow. Yes. I mean, do for real. Like we've always, I, I had at least the only ounce of pride wisdom back in the day was don't do this for money. Because well, if you do, you're, you're going to, you're going to sell out, you're going to lose integrity, you'll take a brand deal or sell something that you don't believe in or don't like, um, you'll make decisions based on the dollar bill. Like Liz and I don't make any of our decisions on the dollar bill based on our social media. And I think that has been one of our keys to success. The other one is just being consistent. You I know, think, we've... 
Yeah. So I was gonna I was gonna prove that. Uh, just I just did a podcast on this. We haven't released it yet, Brian. But it was all about you and me. And you had invited me to the very first LEL as like a, a vendor sponsor kind of deal. Um, yeah. Super thankful. Thank you. And then the next year you followed up with having me as a speaker, which I still don't have an answer why you chose me. And I I was like maybe it was because <laughs> I spoke okay the year before that and I wasn't scared. Like I wasn't quite sure if you were just trying to help me or if you saw something in me. I, I don't know. Don't need an answer now. Now's not the time or place. But what had happened was along this money line was, um, and we got to make sure we, we follow this timeline here, guys, we got about six more minutes left in this deal. And I want to make sure you're good. You're good. I want to make sure. I got about 10 minutes. Okay, perfect. So, so my point to prove you and I, and, and believing the same belief of don't do it for the money. If you do the right thing, the money will follow is the second year you said, I'll pay you. And I said, don't. And cause that's what we're both supposed to say. I show up, you put me in a hotel and all that, and I was super grateful for all that, and I will accept that for sure. But then, you know, Liz gave me a nice little gift bag, and it was candy and all this the stuff in it, and I never went through the bag. I got home and finally went into the bag because I don't really care about the gifts. I was more there to support you, and I got back, and your dumb ass put a check <laughs> in the bag, and I pulled the <laughs> check out, and for everybody listening, this will be proof. I don't, I don't know if you even remember this, Brian, but I filmed myself – tearing that check up and then i sent you yeah. the video yeah because yeah, i remember it, i was i was frustrated with you i said why would you do that because <laughs> <laughs> it it's not the money like fast forward to today look how much further you and i are both along in life and i think it's because we don't do it for the money you know what i mean well and, and that's that's the true like sign not that um a speaking fee is not like a bad thing either but you know for everybody that comes to our conferences or you know even people that do podcasts like they're serving, right? And people always say, well, how do you become the biggest leader? And I always say, they're the biggest servers. Yep. Right? Like people always say like, how do you spell leadership? And it's E-X-A-M-P-L-E. And the people that are always the best examples of leadership are always the ones, people will say, I want to be the biggest leader. I say, then you are looking at the wrong part of the equation. You have to be the biggest server and out serve everybody around you. Nick, your success is 100%, you know, uh, related and correlated to the fact that you serve your people and your customers as much or better than anybody out there, especially with the product that you guys have innovated with. Um, to, to go full circle, like as, as we've continued to grow the, the content, we were trying to serve everybody that was out there. What I didn't expect was how it had served me, right? Because now I have hundreds, if not thousands, if not tens of thousands of people weighing in on everything I say or do, right? So like this metamorphosis is really, I'm, I'm a derivative of everybody that's ever weighed in on any of our content because it's made me a better person. Like, like, let me give you for an instance. Like if you had access to a hundred thousand comments, 50 million views, hundreds of thousands of comments on Instagram, thousands of thousands, tens of thousands of DMs, people giving you encouragement and advice. And then you hauled off and did nothing or the same creature seven, eight years later. Like what a shame. Yeah. That's a total waste. So, yeah, it doesn't get you anywhere. Yeah. Right. So, so, so I'm like presented with all this data and info and I'm taking all these bite-sized little nuanced differences and I'm trying to grow and apply it to my company. So what that has translated to was a, a little bit larger Brian's Law Maintenance. We got four full-time guys doing four or 500 grand a year, um, looking to take this thing to a couple million here in, in a hop, skip and a jump. We've been able to grow the social media to a couple hundred thousand followers and a little this and a little that. And it has turned into humbly a multi-million dollar, you know, media business. And, um, people are like, well, what do you make on that? I go, I don't know. I find out about once a year when I file my taxes. 
And people are like, well, that's funny. But I'm like, no, seriously, I, I don't know. I don't care. I know what I spend, right? I know what I spend because what I spend, I talked about this at LAL this year, was last year, I'll tell you guys on the podcast, we spent over $450,000 on our social media company last year in 2023 so far. And wow. people go, they go, what did you spend $450,000 on? And Nick, let me ask you this. What, what social media to you, Nick? Like what, what is social media? What is it comprised of? As far as all the different platforms or what do you get on? Yeah. It? So like, no, no. What, what, what is social media? Just broadly speaking, broadly, like in, if you had to, in a nutshell, uh, to, to me, it's a library. I see it as a, a way of mass communication that can be either free or monet, not monetized, but you can pay for it as well. Right. For me, it's, it's always been just a simple library of content that anybody can go back to at any moment time and get the information. Like when I spend money on uh, LM Magazine, right, I am buried in all these pieces of paper and somebody sees it once and then it's gone. Where with social media, they can see the consistency, they can see the timing, they can Google it, they can go back and research it pretty quickly. So that's yeah, kind of how yeah. I see it. Well, here's how I, I, I take that answer and then rephrase it. Who is it for? Everyone. Right? Yeah, it's a, lot of, it's a library, but what is it for? It's for followers. It's for people. Yeah. Absolutely. Right? So that people are like, people are like, I want a big social media. And I'm like, so you want a big people? You want a bunch of people? You want a bunch of people following? Oh, you want a following? Yeah. So people, people always ask, what is social media? And I say, well, it's followers. And what are followers? They're people. Yeah, they're people. They're fans. And they're fans. They're people. Yeah, they're means in use. And people go, what did you spend $450,000 on last year? Fans. I said, you. I said, you. I said, you. I spent, I spent half a million bucks on you guys. What does that look like? Podcasts and cameras and equipment and all this mess and podcasts, um, uh, producing and, and traveling and flights and plane tickets and hotels. And people go, well, he's got the biggest social media. I, well, you know, one of the bigger uh, accounts. I said, well, we spend so much money to help you guys. Yeah. You know, so at the end of the day, like people will say, well, he's got the Tesla and he's building this new home and uh, beautiful property and all this other stuff. I go, uh, it's just like the Amazon uh, interview with Jeff Bezos. People go, you own 11% of Amazon. That makes you, uh, you know, worth $250 billion. And he goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. He goes, I made wealth for the other 89% of my investment group. I made all those people millionaires and billionaires. He goes, I have 11% stake in this thing. He goes, you guys got it all wrong. I'm, I'm 11% of this thing. And Correct. so people are like, look, look at all the stuff that your stuff is doing. And I'm like, yeah, but I'll point to you to hundreds of thousands of people that we've helped make $10 thousands and thousands of people who've made hundreds of dollars and thousands of dollars, thousands of examples of people that have made tens and hundreds of thousands. And I'll show you hundreds of examples of people that we've helped with their hard work and they got to put in the sweat equity, but they've made hundreds of thousands, if not half a million and million dollar businesses. Yeah. And yeah. like that, that's the way you got to lead this thing, bro. Oh, absolutely. Like right now I just dropped another order for another uh, run of mulch mates and it's going to cost me $750,000 to build this next run of mulch mates, which we do lots and lots of runs every year. And that's $750,000 that I just spent cash. I don't, that's no debt. I have no debt in this company whatsoever. No investors, no nothing. It's all my money. I'm buying those mulch mates for people that I don't even know yet. Right. And that's, that's serving awesome. those people. That's right. That's right. That's taking the risk. And you'll hopefully, you know, for the market, be, be handsomely rewarded for that. That's, that's and, the and, risk. And, and that, that's the risk reward, man. And it's, at the end of the day, like the social media has been a huge enhancement to our life. Um, no doubt about it. The home that we're building, uh, we use a chunk of what we've made. So ironically enough, we've never lived on any of the social media thing. That, that's, that's the part that some people still don't understand. It was all extra. Right. We never lived on any of it. We sold it into a bank account. I ended up buying my Tesla after year five, year six of my social media. We ended up uh, buying uh, a Tesla. That was my dream car, yeah. right? You guys do whatever you want with your social media. I, I pulled, 
all of my earnings and people go, after five years, you made a hundred grand. I go, yeah. And some people, there's two, two coins of that, right? Nick and Kyle, like one side is, man, you can make a hundred grand with social media. The other people say five years, 10,000 pieces of content later, all you've made is a hundred grand. Cause you know, you're always, uh, taxed with making the YouTube millions. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know either. Like we're, we're a phenomenal success to some people and then other people go, well, if you just take the time divided by the amount of hours in which you've made, you've made like, Ten dollars an hour doing social media. <laughs> yeah, but they've they've and both parties, in my opinion, have missed the ball completely. What what you've truly done is you've you've helped guide how many people to a better life. Sure, that is sure. that well, is the true value. Well, and and just like Mr. Beast right now, and Mr. Beast the last seven, eight, ten years, he's reinvesting, right? He's yeah. building a platform. Like just like Mr. Beast doesn't make any money with his social, he makes money, but he reinvests it as a loss leader to grow. And just like Amazon, Amazon doesn't make any money. They're reinvesting every dollar to grow. Liz and I, we've been able to pull out some. I mean, there's only so much cameras, so much stuff you can buy with social um, or in a media business to reinvest. But we, we started to pull out a little bit lately um, as we're building our home. But really, it's been we're just reinvesting for the platform to grow. We're, we're, we haven't lived on any of that because we never considered it permanent income, not maybe like a job or a business. And even permanent, uh, uh, you know, an obscure word to use because nothing's permanent, right? Yep. Um, so, so that that has um, translated into buying our dream Tesla at twenty one. Um, go figure. Rates back then were like in the two percent, so I ended up keeping my cash because it was a smarter approach. <laughs> um, that, since then, we ended up paying it off, uh, which is cool. And then, uh, yeah, really, the the big thing for Liz and I, uh, just to maybe land the plane here a little bit, was um, we've always been homebodies. We like we like being home. Uh, I did a lot of traveling, grow my social, especially in 19, 20, 21. I, at one point I was on 11 flights in like seven weeks. Um, another time I was on like 13 flights and like an eight or 10 week window, um, doing tours and shop tours and teenager tours and going to see you guys out there and highlighting your guys' success. And it's fun. It's cool. It's like life in the fast lane, but I, no pun intended, but uh, hey, it's, I like it, you it. know, have to got to get that in there. Right. But, um, it, it, it is fun. It's cool, but sometimes slowing down, and you have a kid or babies and uh, a wife. I made it a rule. Uh, anytime I travel now, I'm in and out same day because I want to be home to yep. see my kids before bed. Yep. I can 100% attest to that now. We all can. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, and some, some, some people get that. Some people don't. I tell a company, you want me to spend the night? $15,000. Yep. Yeah. And, and you know what? I'll do that for my family. But otherwise, it's not worth it. I want to go tuck my kids in the bed. Exactly. Um, so, so life has changed the last two years. We've we really... Uh, tried to build a foundation to grow the social without having me totally time invested into it. We've got a great team now and people that come in and shoot videos with us and for us and editors and little this, little that. So it's been a, a life lesson of learning for myself as well on how to grow this thing. It's, it's, a, it's a crazy animal to tame. But uh, all that fast forward, eight years later, saving hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars, um, we've really tried to um, do it right, quote unquote. You know what I mean, Nick? Like we really try to, as we go to build our custom home, uh, which Liz and I have always wanted a nice home. We we're already in our mid thirties. The first little three two two hundred grand starter home was just not something we were going to invest in um, because we already had a growing family. We would have outgrown it in two seconds. Um, so we wanted to build a nicer home, something that we we could have home base and have the cool home because we want to have a bigger family and we wanted the, the kids to come over to our house and keep an eye on our kids. And we wanted to build a forever home. So we didn't have to uh, necessarily uh, downgrade the size of the home as Liz and I got older. So there's a, 
first floor master suite, um, which is a buco bucks if you understand home construction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, at, at, a, at a you know two three hundred grand on that, just a excavate basement and all that other mess. It's uh, it's a it's a it's a very nice home. It's a million dollar plus uh, home, you know, million dollar plus property here that we're we're living on. Um, but that's been the fruit of uh, both social and the lawn care company. I mean, some people forget that we have a decent lawn care company. We're making, you know, almost a hundred grand with our social or with our lawn care business. Um, and a hundred grand with social, like that adds up pretty quick. Yeah. So, but I always tell people like, don't forget, like we have a decent lawn care business making decent money. Like it's, it's not bad, you know? No, it's um, killer. Yeah. And we're reinvesting to that company heavily as we look to take that potentially to <clears throat> two, five, 10 million. Um, so anyway, beautiful home, um, uh, uh, I don't know what you want me to describe on that. You know, it's a uh, Eastern, you know, seaboard type home like Martha's Vineyard, um, Charlevoix, Traverse City. If you guys know the area, that's uh, where we travel to in the fall or uh, up north, I should say, um, in the summer and the fall. It's beautiful up there. Um, inside, a little bit more like French country, um, brass with white oak, you know, um, open floor plan, super nice uh, setup. But we wanted to have a safe home, a safe environment, a, a place where the kids could always come back to. I got a a compass, you know, in wood that's going to be in the front door, and uh, we're putting a compass in the in the hardwood floor. So when the kids come back home, and if maybe they get older and move, they can always come back home to to our house, and it'll be their true north. Um, yeah, it's beautiful, man. I've seen it online. You know, it's, it's unbelievable. It is absolutely fruits of your labor. <laughs> yeah, for. I did, for I, expecting to get emotional <laughs> <laughs> well it's because of all the um, hard work you've put in dude i mean like i i couldn't tell you many times i've literally broke down and cried because i was like i can't believe how far i've come from literally the ghetto to i know i just went I down know. and blew up my truck on the way to kentucky the other day and just threw down 100 grand and didn't even and just kind of laughed it off and i'm like I saw that. I like, don't I even feel like that level. Yeah. I need to get on that level. <laughs> I feel <laughs> there's, like there's always I, a bigger fish, bro. <laughs> yeah. Well, there there is always something, somebody bigger, somebody's doing something better. But like for me, I'm just on my own little path, and it's just incredible. Listen, I want to respect your time, Brian. It's been an absolute fantastic conversation. We have one last question for you. We'll let you go. You're good. Um, You're good. Kyle, please. Take the honor here and, and ask him what we wanted to ask him. So Nick and I just did a podcast, and just before this episode will drop, you'll kind of understand the the way we're going down. But the way that you live your life, the throttle down for you know how many pa- thousands of pieces of content that you've done, and you you don't lift when everybody else is during the holidays. You're trying to go even more and more and more. Um, the one concept we kind of look at around here is: Are you obsessive or are you passionate? Are you asking what's the difference, or is no? It what, so just kind of which one I would am? you say you are? So are you obsessive or are you passionate in life? Because we think there's a big difference. Yeah, I have, so a, I'll, I have I'll a huge let, opinion on this. How about this, Nate? How about you give him your definitions and then see how he kind of forms? Like, okay, fits. well, I'll tell you exactly how I feel, Brian. I think passion's for pussies. Passion is like the thing that that everybody's like, ooh, yeah, it's new love. It's this newfound thing I'm doing. You know, year one of YouTube, whatever. I'm having lots of fun. And then when things get really difficult, passion seems to just fade away in the in the darkness and what i have found is that my obsessive crazy just throw down the 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 gauntlet on everyone is what's gotten me through and so i am very much an obsessive person when it comes to what i truly want um you know where do you feel like you fall into i'm a pretty uh overly obsessive person at being passionate um <laughs> Damn, that was PC I as hell. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I I love actually both mindsets. I, I understand where both of you guys are coming from. I think they both 
are totally true, totally accurate. Um, I do agree that passion can be fleeting, um, but I think passion has the ability to push you through what being obsessive won't. That because could be, yeah. I could see it as you know like an I mean? engine. The passion mm-hmm. is the spark. The obsession is the fuel. I see that. That's the transmission. Yeah. That's the transmission. Because just because you're passionate about something doesn't mean you're going to produce something. Yeah. You know, obsessive uh, is the curse of, of all entrepreneurs, right? Is, yeah. is aiming for excellence, if not perfection, which is unattainable. Do um, you guys ever see, see that um, similar but different converse, uh, conversation? But uh, Matthew McConaughey did like an acceptance speech about the three versions of himself. Yes. You he's, ever see that one? It's he's, he's awesome. Money. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can add that audio to the end of this clip. It'd be <laughs> really, really good one to end with. But like, there's there's always like the old you, there's the, there's the current you, and then there's the you that you're always chasing. And I think that's the uh, obsession that you talk about, Nick. That I can totally relate. Like, everything can be approved, everything can be tinkered on, um, and and but that passion, I think, is what gets you going. You know, I, people always say like when you're trying to overcome, uh, overcome uh, an addiction or or a, or a loss, right? Like you don't need. Uh, people to necessarily um, try to motivate you. What you need to do is get passionate about something. You yeah, need you to, need to get the ball rolling first, and then once you get after, once you get it rolling, then it gets easier to pick up the momentum. Yeah, I mean, I, I was I was passionate about doing something different than everybody was doing at the time on social, but then I became obsessive at trying to um, perfect my craft. Yeah, that's a right? good way to so like, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and I think and I think that that passion is what gets a lot of people started but i think obsession is what keeps a lot of people going yeah um, I, would, I would fully agree with that yeah 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 because that's kind of how we explained it because it's never too. good enough yeah yeah and and, and for me I, I i would have to i don't know if there's a third variable there to make a little trinity but for me person personally <clears throat> there there the word consistency just instantly pops into my brain because you can be obsessive about something but haul off and be inconsistent and Literally i don't just think did that's a podcast on that success. I literally, Brian, yeah. I literally just said uh, in our last podcast that, you know, through it all, the one key thing is consistency. Like, every totally. time your, plus your, effort. Your wife needs your consistency. Your children need your consistency. Your customers, you need the consistency for yourself. Like, in racing, I always said consistency wins because uh, if you don't make it to the finish line, you don't have a chance to win. Yeah. So you got to stay consistent. Sure. Well, and, and uh, not not to one up on that, I'd love to get your thoughts on this as maybe a, a future uh, interview, or I can interview on you on my show, or you guys can do a solo show. But consistency is good. But um, what I've really had to navigate, and you're you're a race guy, Nick, is um, you know there's other gears that you have to shift up and down through in life, and sure. and uh, I've had to upshift gears in uh, family time, but downshift gears in business in terms of my actual physical commitment or mental commitment, um, because if you just redline six gear you know, through the racetrack, you're going to wind up in a wall. Well, that's um, kind of what I did last year. You know, hmm. I fully admitted, and we actually just did a podcast on it. It was like what I did and where my subconscious was and how I was able to overcome it and what I'm doing to change it. You know, you I, I fully that's went solid. into my my last year and, you know, didn't give myself the ability to reach the goals that I wanted to and, you know, fell flat on my face. And sure, I have sure. to shift gears to be able to take care of my family. We 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 all have come short and fallen short. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I I think I think passion's what gets you started. I think obsessions what keeps you going. Um, but I think being consistent and you know again uh, there's a mature approach to being consistent because what the way I'm consistent in my social media today and that, what that commitment looks like is different than what my commitment to social was just two or three years ago. It doesn't mean we did less. 
or we're accomplishing less. It just looks different because yeah. my life is different. It's, you your, know? it's so, your new normal. Well, I mean, Liz and I say all the time, everything is fluid. Yes. You know, like it, it, we, we've had to adjust our lifestyle to be able to be entrepreneurs. Yep. Like, you know, you don't just uh, leave from a job, which I had, and then all of a sudden take those same habits into entrepreneurship. And then that's why most people end up failing because they're not self-starters. They're not account, uh, accountable to themselves. They, you know, they, they fire their boss thinking that they're free. Um, and I forget, and I always, you know, I'm here to remind folks like, no, you have hundreds of customers now. You have hundreds of bosses. Yeah. Yes. Like, you, you, but you know, because you're self-employed and you put that on your Instagram bio entrepreneur, uh, you feel like you can wake up at 10 AM and, you know, do three hours worth of work a day. Now we know um, a couple of people just like that. Oh my gosh. I mean, I have thousands, I literally have thousands of customers. I couldn't tell me, we probably had a thousand, nah, that's probably not a thousand orders. We had hundreds of orders for Black Friday. Those are all brand new bosses that I have to be accountable for. Yeah. That's right. That's it's, right. No, it's, it's, this is this is this is good, man. If uh, this this is the kind of stuff that gets my gears going and uh, starts uh, revving the engine and gets the blood flowing, man. Because <laughs> the, 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 people always ask me, like, which one of your you know one of your keys to success? And I say, I can't dunk a basketball like LeBron. I can't throw a football like uh, Mahomes. I can't do. I'm, I'm just not a very talented individual. I always I tell this. I'm like, any day now, my talent will reveal itself. Which I believe talent is what you're born with. Um, I think skill sets are what people overlook. And if there's any one thing that Liz and I did, well, we got very skilled at being consistent and being very skilled at keeping and monitoring our attitude, right? Because yeah. I can't control anything in life besides what? My actions and my attitude. That's right. And so we, we, we were very militant at controlling our work and controlling how we thought. Good days, bad days, high days, low days. You know, um, they say entrepreneurship is like a roller coaster. There's ups, there's downs, there's loop de loos, there's spins, there's twirls. But the only people that get hurt on a roller coaster are the ones that jump off. Like we just had to realize we're we're married to this thing. We're gonna make a decision and make it right, and and just stay consistent. You know. That's right. Um, and I'll tell you what. Um, it didn't happen our first year. It didn't happen our second year. Quote unquote. That the success, the financial trappings wasn't our third year. Wasn't our fourth year. Making an impact, helping people, serving people. Things are growing like crazy. We didn't make any money till our fifth year going into this thing. And that might be a shocker. And quote unquote, what is making money anyway, right, Nick? Like, yeah, like you, you know, you're, you're you saying make, you're making money now, but like, what, what's, what's Brian Fullerton look like, you know, the Fullerton family, let's say in three, four, five, ten years from now, Brian? Well, sure. And, and, but also relatively, like, what's a hundred grand a year? What's a half a million dollars a year? What's a million dollars a year? I used to think, you know, making a million would be a cool thing. And then, you know, more money, more problems. Um, you realize the government wants to take half of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we're not, we're not making a million just yet. But at the same point, it's all relative. You go down to Florida, and you see these twenty million dollar, uh, you know, intercoastal waterway homes, and you realize, you know, we can do more. We can think bigger. We can we can do more. Absolutely. Um, so 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 people are like, oh, you're making a hundred grand with social, or you make a hundred grand with like one part of you, like that's awesome. The the next thing, I, if I said that to a Corey Ballard, he'd say like, are you are you hurting? Like, do you need a loan? Is everything okay? Yeah, like, right. what are you what are you what are you trying to say? Like, if I, you know, so I'm like, hey, I I'm excited about buying my Tesla, and Nick's over here buying buying Audi R8, like. Again, you know, it's, all, it's all relative, bro. building. 1,200 horsepower, baby, on anti-leg. Uh, Let's go. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Every time you send me a photo, I'm like, I, I, I want to cry inside and go make another video and go mow another lawn, you know. It's, uh, it's yeah. awesome. 
but, but that's why we that's, that's why we surround ourselves with good people man they keep us going keep us growing you know Amen. hell yeah absolutely <laughs> well brian it's been an absolute pleasure sir i don't want to take up any more of your time respect the timeline that's that's a big thing in my life um so i want to make sure we, we adhere to what we agreed on we really appreciate you being on with us i hope that we can do this again sometime soon because i think there's so much more to unpack that i think you have to offer you know everyone including myself there's always some kind of nugget somewhere that you know, we, we all could to use in our own lives. Right, Kyle? Yeah, exactly. And it's not, it's not about making anything in the back end. It's, it's, we just want to give. Yep. That's yep. our main goal. So, I'll, I'll tell you what, man, you guys uh, are two of my closest friends. You guys are two of the people that I respect. That's not out of, uh, out of the most out of anybody out there. And just to see what you guys are both putting together um, and, and have and, and continue to put together. Uh, I'm honored to a, be a friend of your guys call your friend. Um, you guys have it going on, man. And uh, thanks for taking the, time to let me even on the show today i'm i'm just humble old brian up here in wichita michigan man just trying to make it happen <laughs> for his family and uh, uh and, and i say that sincerely and it's just like it's crazy what i don't think any of us all saw doing any of this five eight ten years ago and um who knows where we're all going to be five ten years from now but i hope to all still be best friends no matter what uh location we're all doing so uh, thanks absolutely. so much guys for uh letting me be on the show too no man it's been a pleasure thank you guys and every, everybody that's listening please go check out uh brian's long it's on youtube where else can they find you brian uh, Fullerton Unfiltered podcast. We drop that Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I'll uh, have to get you guys both on so we can do a update. Let everybody know what you guys got cooking. And then, uh, if you need any training and education and resources, uh, we've got a really great thing going on with Launchpreneur Academy, helping folks uh, start and grow a long-term business. Um, digital downloads and products and our contracts, our employee handbook, our snow contracts, all that mess. It's been a huge resource out there for the industry and the community, just trying to elevate uh, what we're all doing and hopefully save you guys some time, save you guys some money with. Uh, not having to cut your teeth uh, over 15 years like I had to putting all this together. Nick, I know you've, uh, you've been there, done that as you grew your company and um, man, it's, it's a, uh, it's a beat, you know? So, yep. um, but yeah, that's pretty much where you guys can find us, man. Awesome. And, uh, if you ever need anything, yeah, send a DM, send an email, say, Hey, um, you ever see me at an event, like run up, say hi, like don't be that awkward weirdo that just makes eye contact. Like <laughs> be a friend, dude. Like say, say, Hey, you know, be a bro. Like let's go dap and uh, you know, say what up <laughs> for, for real guys. Everybody that's listening to Brian's, the nicest guy in the industry period and all the 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 different pieces of, of the puzzle that he's got online that you guys can purchase it is literally the, the the least expensive money you'll ever spend on the the most simplest things that that would it's cost brian probably hundreds of thousands of dollars to put together for you guys so go pick up whatever he's got to offer because i guarantee you it's going to help your business and help your life and at the end of the day you know we're we're working so we can live, not live to work, and um, that that I think has been evident uh, through this conversation with Brian. Again, thank you, sir, and everybody that's listening. Thank you for joining us for another podcast uh, with Life in the Fast Lane. Uh, Kyle and I appreciate every one of you. We love you, and we'll catch you in the next one. Part of the journey. All right, guys, have a great day. Take care.